episode of Pod Cops, we're going to define some terms that come up in true crime that I often feel like people do not understand the meaning of. I'm Dee. And I'm Jillian. The first term we're going to talk about is serial killer. By definition, a serial killer is a person or people who kill multiple people in multiple locations over several days, weeks, or months, depending on the serial killer. For example, Ted Bundy is a serial killer. Next, we have spree killer. A spree killer is someone who kills multiple people, two plus, in multiple locations, all in one day. An example would be the Beltway Snipers. Mass shooting. A mass shooting is someone who kills multiple people in one location. For example, Columbine was a mass shooting. The next term is rapist. A rapist is someone who performs unconsented, unlawful sexual intercourse or any other sexual penetration on a person. This could be date rape. This could be campus rape. This could be domestic rape. Up next is serial rapist. A serial rapist is someone who rapes multiple people over a period of time. Sexual predator. A sexual predator, by definition, is someone who commits a number of consecutive rapes but remains unprosecuted. Domestic terrorist. A domestic terrorist or act of terrorism committed in the U.S. by a U.S. citizen or permanent resident. An example of a domestic terrorist would be the Boston Marathon bombers. Psychopath. A person suffering from chronic mental disorder with abnormal or violent social behavior. This does not automatically denote criminal behavior. Sociopath. A person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behaviors in a lack of conscience. Again, this does not automatically denote criminal behavior. The next definition is reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt is a doubt especially about the guilt of a criminal defendant that arises or remains upon fair and thorough consideration of the evidence or lack thereof. Beyond a reasonable doubt is the highest burden of proof in any court in the United States. Acquitted. Acquitted means freed from a criminal charge by a verdict of not guilty. Example, O.J. Simpson was acquitted in 1995. Double jeopardy. The Fifth Amendment of the Constitution states that no person shall be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb. The Double Jeopardy Clause bars second prosecution after either acquittal or conviction and prohibits multiple punishments for the same offense. This happens a lot less than true crime would have you believe. Now for some basics. Murder. Murder is the unlawful killing of another human without justification or valid excuse, especially the un lawful killing of another human being with malice or premeditation. Manslaughter. The crime of killing a human being without malice or premeditation or otherwise in circumstances not amounting to murder. This is often dependent on state of mind or intent. So based on this very basic rundown, you can guess that our pet peeve this week is not using the correct terms when reporting a crime, filming a documentary, or writing headlines. For example, we're going to start off with the, the one we see most often right now in American reporting and news and journalism is uh, referring to anyone who is a person of color, specifically black Americans, as being thugs or drug addicts when a crime is being committed. If the same crime were being committed by a white teenager, for example, they would often say local teen or local high schooler, but because it's someone of color, they'll say it's a thug or a gang member or some other high-risk adjective that demeans 
the accused. We often see the same tactic brought up with sex workers or teenagers involved in subculture like metal music or the trench coat mafia stereotyping. Um, they seem to think that high-risk lifestyles or being a perceived other in society mean that the crime was brought onto themselves. They were asking for it because of their interests that are harmless in nature. It's the headline equivalent of saying, did you see what she was wearing? which is also completely unacceptable. Quickly, we want to discuss also the correct and the incorrect way to use the word alleged in a news story. For example, it is wrong to say that a woman who has been in a vegetative state since she was three, 23 years ago, was not allegedly raped as there's no way she could actually consent to that. The correct way to use alleged is using alleged to characterize a defendant in a court case that has not yet to be tried as innocent until proven guilty. We may know that the person is guilty through evidence, but we are not the jury of his peers, and we can't say that. The last thing I think we should really talk about in today's episode is the boys will be boys mentality and the, the girls should know better mentality that kind of comes with youth in America right now. I mean, this is the, let's call it the Brock Turner effect, when all the headlines will say, oh, you know, noted swimmer or local fraternity president or, you you know, glowing adjective here, which automatically provides a bias, so whoever's reading will think, oh no, that girl was a skank and she deserved it. I would kind of push back on the fraternity things because I think they actually get seen in a lot more negative light than positive light. So I, I would push back on that, um, having worked with students in fraternity. All right, I, I can see your university bias, so let's uh, let's skip <laughs> right over that one. That's a whole other uh, can of worms. Literally a whole other episode that we'll be working on. <laughs> But, you know, along the lines of boys will be boys and girls should be held accountable, I feel like there's a lot of inherent bias in the way crimes are presented <laughs> and the way headlines are written. I mean, who's reporting? It's majority females that are reporting these things. Of course, the males are going to report and say that, you know, they did this or this happened to them because of the stigma of that within society. Um, but I think it's just changing the culture and saying that nobody deserves this, no one should do this, and how do we work on it? We need one of those Firefox extensions, you know, where you can put in things that you never want to see. So you can put in Trump so he never shows up. We need one that will automatically change the adjectives and headlines so they become automatically more neutral. Like anytime a legend comes up or anytime you see, you know, a string of three glowing adjectives in a crime thing regarding the person who is uh, not the victim. I think we should go ahead and have that happen. Yeah, let's be a survivor positive. Let's be, I think we're really a survivor negative and survivor blame gamey, um, but really just working as a whole to break the systemic system that is currently plaguing all of us right now. I want to go on record and say that we are in no way man-hating or wanting to be shaming of anybody in this. It's just something that we're seeing has become, you know, more s systemic and more oftenly used and, and on the rise of, you know, quote-unquote fake news and every Facebook post getting shared. We need to be more aware of what we're perpetuating and how we really should be reading these headlines. Because right now it seems like the world is full of Dr. Fords and Brett Kavanaugh. Well, that's dire. So on that note, we're going to remind everyone that these opinions are our own. Um, if you have any pet peeves that you want to send in to us, we would love to hear them because we have plenty to complain about. 
Thank you for listening to today's episodes of PodCops. If you have any thoughts or suggestions or true crime pet peeves, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram as PodCops. That's P-O-D-C-O-P-S. Or reach us at PodCops at gmail.com. This project is a work in progress. Please bear with us, but thank you for giving us a shot. As our tagline states, we barely know what we're talking about, but we talk a lot.